0: side of dino podcast i'm your host tim and my co-host as always jb are you with us tonight what's going on
1: how is everybody
0: fantastic man it's been a minute since uh we've done an episode but uh by popular demand we're going to keep going with this due to the influx of uh new listeners
1: yeah it's been impressive uh thank you dark Knight crowd for uh coming on board for sure
0: Absolutely. Um, There's definitely been an influx since he uh, advertised the podcast, and we appreciate that. Tonight, it's going to be an interesting night for sure, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. We're talking about a a topic that you're well-versed in, and uh, we're going to try something a little different tonight. For everybody who's listening, we want you to do a little experiment with us. And JB has said this in the past, that we want you to go sit in a dark room with nothing but the hum of your speaker listening to this podcast and the faint glow of a candle and see what your mind manifests. I know I'm doing it tonight. I bet you are too, JB. I
1: live my life in a dark corner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All I've got tonight is a candle in the corner and just the faint glow of the equipment here. And we're going to go through this tonight. We've got a special topic for you. We are going to be talking about shadow people. A little bit to set the mood there. (laughs) (laughs) Got my butthole puckered, man. (laughs) Yeah, this uh, I think this is going to be a really good episode, because like uh, everybody knows that follows your channel knows that you're well-versed in the uh, realm of shadow people.
1: Unfortunately.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, for those that uh, may be joining us here and not seeing a lot of your work, I mean, how would you best describe your experiences when you're face-to-face with something like that? Honestly, man, like, complete terror. Mm-hmm. There's never...
1: It's up there, like falling off a building, waiting to hit the ground, kind of up there.
0: Absolutely. And then, like, do your best to describe, like, what the entity is. Is it, like, darker than dark, like pitch black? Is it translucent? Is it dense? I mean, what would you best describe the features of the featureless?
1: It's never-ending. It's like looking into a black room, man. It's so dark. (laughs) You see shit floating in front of you, kind of. You know, like mm-hmm. when you get sick or you start to get a headache, you see the floaties. Right. I, that's that's how I describe. It. It's like the only thing you're seeing is what your mind tells you to. At that point, it's it's, it's dark, man. That's I, I don't know how you're
0: supposed to subs- or you know describe something that's not supposed to be real. Hmm. And like you've told people in the past that if you truly want to experience uh, something similar, sit in a dark room like we're doing tonight with this experiment and see what your mind produces. And listen. Yeah, you'd be surprised. (laughs) We're not talking like creaks in an old house here. We're talking about you know, like voices from beyond. You can hear those if you listen close enough.
1: I think so, man. I think that if you put yourself in the right mindset
0: and you you know,
1: you put yourself in that type of position. If you go looking for something hard enough, you'll find it.
0: Oh, absolutely. And they describe like a shadow person as a dark humanoid figure. These are commonly known as shadow people and they can be extremely scary and unsettling to people experiencing them. You think that's an accurate assessment?
1: Yeah. I mean, doing all the stuff that I've done and I mean, you've been there with me on a lot of that. Um, Nightmare is broke down into two things. A mare is like a demon, a djinn, a divick, Um, that comes at night. So um, now knowing that, that's how I would describe it. And a, a mare is a demon. It's the same thing as a djinn, uh, a divvick, all that. And it provides a lot of insight to me on something like that. It's not a ghost. It's not the hat man. It's I think your mind starts to unload at that I don't know. I'm we've, fucking off.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we've talked about this in the past that if if people want to experience uh like some a little bit of what you go through, they should check out the movie The Shadow People. Exactly. I mean how terrified were you the first time you watched it because I think I recommended it to you and you were watching it alone because the wife was gone that night.
1: Yeah, in the middle of the night with my lights off, you know, I have a six-pound
0: dog that you know was basically imprinted on me. I wouldn't let him move. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit! I mean, that is one of the most underrated and scary movies. It terrifies me. I don't like to watch it alone because I don't sleep much that night after watching it.
1: No, I get paranoid. Because mm-hmm. it, it it draws up. I, this type of shit, I guess you would have to say, you really have to see it to believe it, to know how you react. Right. And that is a very good depiction of how it really is. You know, it's, it's an anxiety, a buildup, an obsession. Like you're like, Oh fuck. You know, I I have access to something like this, you know, and you, you have all this info and you have all this proof and no one will believe you. And that's, that's a whole nother fear. That you get having it you know it's there's so much emotion that goes into dealing with this shit it's, it's unbelievable I guess is what I'm trying to
0: say and you touched on this before I think you said that uh, at one point I don't know if you still hold this uh, the same belief that you actually believe that you may have manifested the activity that now plagues you
1: I think a lot of it's that and you know karma Mm-hmm. I've, I I honestly think that, and when, you know, the old saying goes is we all have our demons, well, mine just chose to show them, show itself. You know, I think that not saying that I'm a murderer or did, raped anybody or, you know, a fucking predator, I'm, it's not that. I think it's the way I've chosen to live my life, and you notice when something like this happens too late to make the change and that's that's from everything that i've i've tried to compile into my fucking peanut brain that's that's what i would say man it's it's catching up to you and then the mind works in mysterious ways man i'm oh, sure that if you you have enough bad vibes toxic people in your life stuff like that it just accumulates and you know, your, your mind is subconsciously
0: taking me to places that it shouldn't be. And, you know, mine, mine follows me. <laughs> right. And, I mean, we don't know that much about the mind, even with all the, the studies about the brain and consciousness and stuff. I don't even think we've scratched the surface of what the uh, mind is capable of doing.
1: Right. And why do we have, you know, mental disorders? I of all the people I've talked to about this, all of them have one thing in common depression, addiction. Like there's a list of shit that you don't wanna have that these people have in common. You know, depression's a big one, you know, and I, I struggle with it. You know I'm not gonna lie, I have nothing to fucking be ashamed of. It's it's not something I can control. You know. I, I take my medicine that, you know, it helps with me. But I think it's when you suffer from something like that, you're you're more likely in my opinion, to have an occurrence because I, I think if it's smart and you know if if you listen to all these people that they're they're demonic, they're here to they're to fabricate you. What better way to mindfuck you by showing itself to you and no one believing you and say it? I really think about it. You're there. You've, you've had a history of, you know, going through shit, maybe had a lying problem, maybe had an addiction problem, you struggle with all kinds of depression, OCD, like ODD, I mean, there's a fucking three-letter uh, abbreviation for all of it, but to, to sum that up, it's, it's a lot easier to get away with it, in my opinion, when you go after somebody like that that's acceptable to it. I, I think that it smells it. Because not only can it really cause havoc in your life, but no one will believe it. They give you more meds or lock you the fuck up if you even talk about it. So it's like a double stab. <laughs> it's taking one in the rear end and
0: one in the you know the mouth. <laughs> they actually used to like lock people up for like such things in in earlier times. If you were to say you know I see ghosts or shadow people or aliens or Bigfoot, they would uh, they would send you to the puzzle factory and without even thinking. Dude, that's what they do now you're labeled <laughs> it's more of a pharmaceutical puzzle factory than anything these days but still <laughs>
1: I'm like motherfucker you need Jesus <laughs>
0: you know there's also a section here on this website that says, what are shadow people and they've got a highlighted line on here that I think is fitting it says they are often thought of as ghosts or a collection of negative energy
1: yeah negative
0: so yeah, I think if if people believe in ghosts, you know, obviously, you know, they think that like relatives hang around. So, if your relative represents the light, you got to know that there's there's an inverse or an opposite side to that, which is the darkness. Wouldn't
1: With you- all my videos which a lot of people around the planet have seen. I can abundantly sit here and tell you I don't believe in ghosts. I don't, and it would be hard-pressed to convince me that that actually is existent. I, I don't think that that's the case. I think your soul's just that, but to think that, you know, God is supposed to forgive everybody and bring them into their kingdom, why would a family member choose to stay behind and scare the shit out of you? I think they're demons and angels, and that's it. I think it's good and bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's a mid... I don't, I don't believe in, you know, wandering spirits. I mean, that would be, a, what's the point of God if you can't, you know, you're going to go to hell or you're going to live in purgatory. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Like what's the fucking, what's the the rules to getting into heaven? Does anybody know it's different in every book you pick up?
0: Right. And I think we've talked about it before. I don't know if it was on this podcast or the other, that maybe the answer to the everlasting or, you know, heaven or hell or whatever is, in a collection of different religions and not just solely in one.
1: Yeah. I I think it's dude. Nightmares have gone back generations, you know, civilizations. All of them have talked about it. Mm -hmm. All of them, every fucking one of them from Mayans to Egyptians and every Vikings, you know, odd fucking people, that, you know, documented stuff, that's one of them. So it's not far-fetched to think that it's not, you know, a possibility to be out there. If every civilization that's lived on planet that documented their shit, and that's one of them, it was significant enough to write about it.
0: And we already know whether it's, like, governments or maybe even, uh, I don't want to say Catholics, but the uh, the Roman, obviously, the Vatican— I think they hide stuff from us, just like governments do. They don't always tell us, you know, the truth. So who's to say that they haven't found collections of works from earlier civilizations that actually talk about paranormal and shadow people and all that, and they're just hiding that from us?
1: No, they they do tell you about it. It's it's a it's a documented thing, and all the you know all civilizations have documented it, and it. People just don't give it a second thought. They're like, oh yeah must have been eating those roots again you know like it, it's very well documented and available to the public but it's one of those things that you have to see it to believe it or otherwise you blow it off like <laughs> yeah whatever it seems, aliens.
0: it seems like that's an easy way in like today you know 2023 to easily dismiss things they just say it's oh you were under uh drug influence or you were drunk or something like that and that's i think that's just a lazy way to to disregard the phenomenon
1: it's easier it's a scapegoat you know and the best way to hide something is in plain sight oh absolutely
0: that's funny how we always do these podcasts just moments before midnight and all that. isn't that yeah. fitting that we 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 do well i think we're both like up late at night anyways but uh seems like that's when yeah, the most inspiration worked. comes <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness Uh, We were talking a little bit about like the mind able to manifest things. Even Joe Rogan had a saying that he thinks that it's funny how humans are constructed. We got this big dome on the top of our head. He's like, what if that's like an antenna, like a receiver or a transmitter? And I kind of, I kind of think that's, that could be true.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't even think we use what 10% of our brain. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We don't. Well, what the fuck? I mean, I want that pill. I mean, <laughs> they have a pill for everything else. Let's get this going. And the real pill, not some supplement.
0: Yeah, that Limitless movie, man, that that must have got a lot of people like, I wonder if that's real, because that was a fascinating movie. I would take it. But who's to say? I eat that shit like Skittles. That uh, you don't activate different parts of your mind when you least expect it or don't even know you're doing it. And I think that's when you open doors. Like, people are scared to death of Ouija boards and stuff, but there's been uh, people that say it's not the Ouija board, it's the person or persons. Yeah,
1: and what their intent is.
0: Right. I mean, those are just tools like anything else, I don't think. I'm sure there's there could be curses and stuff like that, but uh, not pertaining to shadow people.
1: Nah, man, that's... You had an experience with a Ouija board. Why don't you tell them about that? Oh,
0: man. I could not believe it. It's this when we were like teenagers and I was watching these girls play this Ouija board and that thing was like zipping all over the damn board. And it was moving in ways that, you know, you could tell that no one person was moving it. And the look on their face was as genuine as it got like true terror. And you can tell there's no, there's no actor in the world that is that good at being that convincing in that moment. There's just no way I could tell that something was wrong. And I was just glad I wasn't fucking around with it.
1: Right. Or have you ever been in public and somebody genuinely is getting hurt and you can hear it in their voice when they're in their desperate plea? That's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you, you can't fake that.
0: No, true terror, you cannot fake. I, I think I don't if know, you can, hats off. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if we ever talked about this on the podcast. This might have been one of our endless conversations that we always have, but. <laughs> The Exorcist, uh, arguably one of the scariest movies of all time. I mean, even now it's you can tell it's a little cheesy with the like the the fake stuff, but still scary in its concept. But there there there're scenes in that movie that they actually did and the actors had no idea. Like when the priest is on the phone and he hears all that crazy shit, they actually discharged a shotgun by his head and didn't tell him. That's where you got that genuine like terror moment from him when he's like what the fuck yeah
1: i would have fucking lost my mind and then the mom you know?
0: when the mom gets thrown against the wall they actually did that to her they hooked this like i i don't know i it wouldn't be like a um like a wench or anything i don't know what they use but it's like a wench and they like pulled a ouija her. or uh like a <laughs> bungee cord Bam. Yeah. they hooked that to her <laughs> And pulled her into the wall, and she hit the wall hard. And got that when she would produce that blood curdling scream, that was legitimate. She was so pissed after that. And if you watch like the behind the scenes, they talk about it. But that's how how genuine that kind of stuff was. And in that moment, it was the same thing for me. I could tell that these girls were freaked the fuck out because it wasn't fake. That thing was just moving all over the place, and it scared the shit out of me. Get your pants! Oh, absolutely.
1: And now, can you imagine that on a consistent basis?
0: No, I wouldn't want to deal with something like that. I don't think that's something you ever really get and truly get used to. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be in that position. No, sleep paralysis. I've never really had that. I had that, and it was terrifying, <laughs> to say the least. I remember I'd, waking I'd too up too much from me. Oh man, I didn't see anything moving in the room because I remember that event. It's it's burned into my mind. I I think even if I got dementia, like our fearless leader has, or Alzheimer's, I don't think I still wouldn't forget about that event. It was that terrifying to me. I can't imagine why
1: did it only happen once or what?
0: Yeah, it's only happened once. Like I was I was working shit. I was in my twenties, so it's not like it would be some kind of like old age condition, but. I was working nights because I had worked nights most of my life up to that point. And I was exhausted from, you know, throwing freight at a grocery store is not an easy job. And I, I think it was on yeah. my night off and I was just fucking wrecked. And I went to bed early and then all of a sudden I snapped awake so I could move my eyelids and that's it. I couldn't move anything else in the rest of my body. Just laying there like, what the fuck? Why can't I move? What is going on? And this went on for... What seemed like an eternity, but it was probably only like a minute or a minute and a half, but it seemed like forever.
1: You just sat there frozen?
0: Yeah, you, you just sit there. All you can do is move your eyes around. And what Like
1: you? a feeling of panic, though, that came over you? Like, what the fuck's happening? Is this it?
0: Oh, absolutely. It's like, what, did I just die? Am I about to float out of my body? What the fuck's going on here? Oh, you just
1: lay in there like, oh, this is it. Fuck.
0: I mean, you Fuck can't even that. No, nope. you can't even tell if you're breathing it or not, which is scary. You're like, am I breathing? I I don't feel it. Is my chest moving? I can't look down. I'm I'm basically just relegated to looking up and out.
1: <laughs> I wonder if that's that one step closer to God feeling. You know what I mean? Like when you're driving over hundred miles an hour, you look down. You're you're right there on the lines of meeting God. I mean, that
0: would have to be the feeling for me. Again. And you just yep, don't. That's it. You don't expect that. I mean, you expect that from your like computer if you reset it. You know, it takes a minute to boot up, but you never expect that from from like your circulatory system or your own mind. You just don't expect that to to take so long.
1: That's funny you should say that. I wonder if that has anything to do with
0: it. Maybe you got a
1: screw loose.
0: Yeah, you never know. Other people, it might be a, a thing. But they associate that kind of phenomenon with like demons sitting on your chest, and then another shadow figure, which they deem the night hag that comes to you at night and paralyzes you with fear and steals your soul. Yeah, that would be fucked
1: up. So I don't like to think of what I got going on in my life uh, as a demon. Because all roads are leading to something like that. But, you know, other than the, the personal torment, you know, and I, I know it scares my family, but it... <laughs> It's nowhere near what I have to experience. It's not, even when I'm not here, and it's just my wife. It likes to chill at home. <laughs> it really does. it'll you know it'll grab a hold of both of us at the same time when we are together, which is very rare. I mean,'re we're, we're together at you know the times but we're busy people, and that I would say. Each of us could tell you something very similar, but in their own interpretations. And I think that's another part of it is how did your mind interpret something that you know and have been preached to your entire life that this is not real? There's no way. It's about as likely as seeing a unicorn with a dick made of Skittles walk into your fucking living room. People would believe that before a fucking ghost or a demon. They're like, yeah, that's fucking nuts.
0: And that's how it kind of was for you initially, because they can watch the video where you were all excited when the door opened, but that uh, sense of euphoria didn't last long for you.
1: Oh, no, man. I was so excited that I got it on film so I could put it in front of Steve and just be like, told you, motherfucker. And he, he lied about it anyway. He just fucking was like, yeah, I just don't want to talk about it, man. Of course, I'm going through something. We live in the same fucking house. How could you not know that I don't have something going on? Like, You know I just don't want to talk about it. Because I'm afraid to talk about it at work. I don't tell people about this. No fucking way. I, I don't, I don't tell them about the podcast. I don't tell them about the videos because I have to see these people every day. I don't, I don't promote anything to people I know. Right. I'm not a word of mouth guy using my family. it Well,
0: it seems to be the common thing in, in the day in which we live in, which people try to rationalize anything, no matter how, you know, much evidence they've seen with their own eyes, they'll still try to rationalize it as being something crazy.
1: Yeah, but you keep, what do you do with that thought? Do you go and run and tell somebody or are you like, fuck, like you stole a bunch of money and you're not supposed to say something and you slip and tell your homeboy like, yo, dude, I got this shit. Is, is it feeling like that for you? I mean, when you go through something like that, who did you go and tell?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because people, no matter if you're talking to a shrink, you can always tell when people think you're just crazy.
1: Right, and the conscious thought that genuinely goes through everyone who's experienced this is, what do I do now? (laughs) I can't tell anybody. You're you're conscious enough to know if you tell other people, they're gonna be like you're a fucking dick.
0: Well, people. No, I I thought we
1: were cool, but you're lying about shit now. Weird shit.
0: Yeah, people will try to disprove anything paranormal related with even like the phoenix light i told you the phoenix lights which i actually lived through i lived in glendale when that all went down in in the 90s people tried to uh uh claim that that was just celestial corona and i'm like what the fuck is celestial corona that sounds more unbelievable than aliens being present
1: did they make up that definition and give it to webster or oh i'm sure
0: man <laughs> That's you know when shits go when unexplained stuff's going on that's when you hear all these like weird words and phrases that come out of everything, and it's kind of just like are, are people really buying into that bullshit?
1: No, they design
0: that word to
1: throw you off just
0: like everything man
1: go go talk to a preacher about a demon one time and see how you get treated.
0: oh yeah, you've had those conversations before, and you know how did they turn out for you and we're talking across all religions we're talking about what what uh, priests and rabbis, shamans, you name it, JB's talked to them, and what did they tell you? It's it's an individual sport,
1: homie. (laughs) If you want to go through them, you have to do all these weird shit. Like, I have enough to worry about with life, being a good husband and a father, than to fucking go through this ritualistic shit with people. I, I... I've seen the movies. I've seen how that shit goes down, and I don't want that. I would rather live with it than go through that. It's insane for me to think about. And to be honest with you, I believe in God because if evil exists, so does good, right? Right?
0: Absolutely. You can't have one without the other. If this is a
1: demon, then that would also have to mean that there is an angel or a god and a devil. That's that's how I'm looking at it. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't buy into the bullshit that you have to do. I don't. And, you know, I never used to be that way. And over the past 10 years dealing with this, I'm almost hostile, hostile towards religion. Like, I don't like to talk about it. I don't like to think about it. And it's just once you start talking to that many people from different broads, you know, spectrum for the same philosophy or live like a decent human being. I, I buy into that, but they're all the same. They just word it differently. And it's, it's designed to to do something to your fucking mind, man. Just like the, the experiences I go, it's designed to put me through something. I just, I, I hate the fact that there's so many stipulations to, to be a good person. To, if, if God was so great, then why do people go through horrible shit? horrible and the best kind of people get the worst kind of ends and it's fucked up is that evil
0: it's a complex what evil is now. yeah it's a very complex thought and situation for sure it's hard to know why you know how to justify that kind of uh, you know situation for any any individual
1: all right and what is evil anymore you can see it it's all around you
0: Well, it can definitely be created or manifested because they think that, you know, Robert the doll, which is one of the most haunted, like, you know, things on this planet was conceived with the use of voodoo. Yeah. And
1: that
0: that culture is very prevalent down there in the Florida Keys where he is a current resident at a museum.
1: Yeah, Haitians are really big into that. Island people are very much into it. Dude, that shit's been around
0: forever. So it's, you know, it's very plausible to think that if somebody can curse or manifest something into an object, you can definitely manifest a gateway or a door to a different dimension or a higher plane of existence. Right. Well, this is my phrase for kind of what's going on with your situation. I mean, you have said that it's usually an outline of not necessarily a person, but something. And then the darkness is... I don't know what, deep or dense or something like that. It's darker than dark.
1: Just like triple black. You know, it's, it, it sucks up all the energy in the room. It, you could definitely see it in a dark night. like You can see it in the dark. It's that much darker than the ambient dark.
0: And you can't, you can't see through it or anything. It's not like translucent or anything like that. Like, oh, absolutely not, never. Mm-hmm. It's solid black mass. And it's just denser than dense. Have you ever seen any kind of eyes on there? Because I know people have talked about some of these shadow figures have varying colors of eyes. The most prevalent red or yellow.
1: And seeing in real life is hard enough. Uh, you know, going back and examining a video or a photo, like, you don't want to go through that again. I'm not going to zoom in darken up. I've never seen eyes or anything like that. I just see the a dark figure or a dark mass. It's, it doesn't always look like a human. It, does. it just, it's a spot, a huge black spot. That's not touching the ground, not touching the ceiling. Just there.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that you know, doesn't most... always have a head
1: and shoulders and arms. Like I don't buy that. It's, it's a mix.
0: That'd be the most unnerving part seeing like red eyes or something like that. I don't think you could recover from something like that.
1: No, nah, man, that's, that's lock yourself in a hospital type shit.
0: I mean, what did you think I, of the no way. the picture of the you know the one you caught at the bottom of the stairs when you were uh, saging the residence? People have, uh, like, froze that and zoomed in on it, and it's got some kind of, like, white orb eyes or something like that. <laughs> you must have an opinion on that. Like, what the fuck? Oh,
1: man. Oh, you just don't think about it, man. Mm. I don't see that with my real eyes, no. Not even kind of like I completely have put that out of my mind, man. The yeah. one at the bottom, the picture in picture video, holy shit! Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it in the picture, and I, I wonder in some of those compilation videos if they maybe highlighted that because I have seen that for like a a clickbait thumbnail. But I mean, I have the original video, I, I wouldn't say that you know, I seen. Eyes like that, no. I mean, when I zoomed in, I just saw some type of distorted looking face.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Very creepy, too. But like, yeah, I mean, if you go to the original video on TikTok, I don't think there's eyes on it at all. My phrase for your situation, I'm sure everybody's going to love this. I call your situation when darkness bleeds into reality. Yeah, that's what I call it. And it's even more sinister. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the first time I'll tell them what my, my definition of a situation is.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, that's, that's a damn nail on the
0: head. <laughs> but what's so creepy about that Shadow People movie, and everybody should definitely check that out. They can go to YouTube and watch it with ads for free. It's called Shadow People. Is that they tie a lot of the stuff in there with, like, fear and manifestation and sleep paralysis, and if you're not able to wake yourself up, the shadows will get you, and you will die in your state—not essentially sleep, but a state of sleep paralysis and fear. Right. And I, the the thing I liked about it the most, honestly, is like
1: when when people think a shadow figure, they they just think about this dark entity standing in front of you. It, it's it's more than that. You know, it's, it's your physical shadow and, you know, moving through the light and like it, it would make itself look like a shadow. It really does. Like you'll be walking one way and it'll go the other way or, you know, you'll, you'll see it just come halfway up the wall and then disappear out to the, you know, into the light again. That, that's a more realistic way of how I would say it happens. It's in the reflections and it's, you know, just like the other night I got home. And the Cadillac was in the garage, so I'm like, all right, well, Kate's okay, home. Well, her and Maverick went for a walk, and I'm, if you walk into my garage, you know, from the garage into the house, the first door on the left's like a, a bathroom only. It's got a sink and a toilet, so I, I went in there and went to the bathroom. And as I'm turning left to go in the bathroom, I saw, I thought, which was my wife walked from, a back hallway and walk into the kitchen. So it's like a doorway size opening. Okay. And I, I thought, i seen her walk into the fucking kitchen. So I'm yelling like, what? Are you going to answer? Like, what's going on? And I walked in there after I got done with the bathroom. And I was like, honey, are you, can you hear me? And there was no one in the kitchen. And I was like, alright, well, obviously if I was going to the bathroom, she left and there was nobody on the main floor. And I went upstairs and kept calling her name there's nothing nobody in here and i know for a fact that i saw something walk from that wall into the kitchen not seeing it coming out just like casually walk into my kitchen i know for a fact i saw that it wasn't stoned i just got home from work
0: has it ever tried to use like uh kate's voice and talk to you in that because i know they can mimic things like that
1: no, it's mostly like a, it's like, it sounds like a conversation, but you can't understand the words. It's like just low and far enough away. You you can hear the noise of people conversating, but you don't pick it up. The only thing that's fucked up is every once in a while I'll hear a laugh. You know, that's like Freddy Krueger shit, man. like that. And then when I play some of the videos back to see if there's something that I caught on the video as I'm going through it. Um, and I hear that laugh, and I just like now I got the goosebumps. That is the worst part, I would say, next to seeing it. It's that laugh that'll haunt your dreams.
0: Absolutely. That's uh, yeah, it probably echoes in your mind, and it's probably something you'll never forget.
1: Not, no, I don't think I'll ever forget any of this, to be honest with you, and. It, It's been 10 years, something like that. Maybe a little bit more. just Since you really start keeping track of it, you know? A decade of terror, huh? Yeah. I mean,
0: when it happens so often, you forget about it. Like, that's bad. Well, there have been some, um, I listened to some old coast-to-coast radio. There used to be a weekly show that Art Bell used to do out there in Pahrump, Nevada. The high desert, he called it. And there was a, a guy on there who talked about specifically about shadow people, and he also talked about children with black eyes. I don't know if you've heard about that phenomenon. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that's very creepy in itself too. But he was saying that uh, there was this account of this guy who never really saw anything growing up as a kid, but in his early adult years, like in his early 20s, he had come home just tired, dead tired from work. And just fell right on the bed. Didn't even bother to go, you know, uh, get his pajamas on or take a shower or anything like that. He said it wasn't but another moment later where something grabbed his ankles and yanked him off the bed. And when he looked back under the bed, he said he saw this black mass with red eyes. And it had almost like tentacle arms going everywhere. Wrapped around his ankles and it was pulling him towards it which was under the bed and he had said that uh he grabbed for dear life on one of those old radiators you know those metal ones that are very prevalent in new york i think this happened in a new york apartment and he held on for for dear life because that thing was trying to pull pull him into itself i don't know i don't know if they devour like to devour humans or or what they like to do or maybe they scare you to death and that's how they gain entry or energy But he said all he could do was start praying and thinking about verses from the Bible till eventually the thing let go and imploded in on itself. And it was gone in an instant after that.
1: I would say, I I mean, my opinion, unless he was hardcore religious, to think of Bible verses while going through something like that would be incredibly well. I go, for me, I'll put it like this. If something like that happened to me, I would die of a heart attack. Like, I would flip the fuck out. I wouldn't know what was going through my mind other than trying to get away. But to sit there and think that something's slowly pulling it towards you that looks like that and not die of a stroke.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And be able to think of Bible verses. My hat's off.
0: His red eyes, too. He said he saw the red eyes burning like hot coals. I mean, that would just be a terrifying event. I don't know how you'd recover from something like that. I mean, who would you, you talk to? Even your closest friends would think you're just fucking with them, or they're just going to outright think you're crazy. Yeah, you're sitting in your apartment just freaking the fuck out, sweating, look all strung out, like not trying to sleep. Yeah, that would that would wreck you. Absolutely. Would you go home? Oh, I don't know if I would. I, I don't think I'd ever go go back to that place again. I mean, how would you ever wanna like even sleep in that room knowing that at any time something could pop into existence and start sucking you into itself?
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe that's what these things feed off of. Maybe they feed off of fear and I don't know what they what they get by, you know, killing somebody through fear. Who knows? You know, what's helped me a lot, man, is I I
1: used to say, oh, fuck it, I can handle this and go at it alone. That's bullshit. First, being a lone wolf, bro, that's pretty rare. And if you think about it, going back to the beginning of time, we were all part of a tribe. So it's, it's helped me surround myself with, you know, like-minded people that help out in the comments and I I take the advice man I I really do and I think that's brought enough awareness and I have enough tools in my chest to you know keep pushing through I, I really gotta say that like the biggest help for me was a collective amount of information from a much larger you know study group there's there's plenty of room in there that you can learn a lot I'd say that that's like the the most effective thing. It's just being around people that are in through it or going through it or have advice for it. It's, it helps. I think that's about the only thing that
0: has helped. Another thing in this article, they say what to do if you see a shadow person and they say it's, it's normal to feel fearful if you see something as inexplicable as a shadow person. But according to experts, the best, to focus on is staying grounded and not let yourself be overwhelmed by discomfort of what you're experiencing. That's probably very close to what uh, goes on with you every day.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got to hold on for the ride, man. And everybody's like, Oh, I would love to see that. No, you wouldn't. No, No. (laughs) it affects everything in my life, man. You know me for quite some time now I've went through drinking problems like emotional fucking wreck and gained a bunch of weight you know and you can't talk about it everybody says don't talk about it you're feeding into it good luck <laughs> try set try swallowing that pill
0: alone that it. it's worse they have a, a section on this article that i kind of skipped over but it says uh do shadow people have a scientific exclamation of of course They want to say it as a potential explanation includes experiencing heightened emotional states, sleep deprivation, and substance abuse. I mean, we kind of alluded to that people being susceptible to it that are in those states, but I don't think that is the uh, justification for the paranormal stuff.
1: No, I I don't. I think you have to be kind of open like you alluded to in other episodes. Mm -hmm. I think you have to open up a door and what way to put yourself at
0: your most vulnerable by getting fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's a way to numb yourself to the phenomenon too. kind of like, you know, a lot of people after a long work week, they'll come home and do an edible or, or drink or do something to kind of like decompress and, you know, make the uh, somewhat of the pain subside. Yeah. I know. Dude. I know I, I partake I know. in edibles. It's like being an alcoholic. <laughs> it really is. I don't I I've never seen anything, so they uh, you know, that's not an explanation.
1: It, once you see it, man, it's you know it's not gonna end well and you keep doing it anyway, kind of feeling. Like if you're an alcoholic, it's it is like you're you're constantly in a peril and the more you interact with it you'd think it would be easier to get. No, it's, it's like, it's like trying to put, it's it's so hard to describe this, man. I I would think that it would be like multiply touching the fire, not being able to stop putting your hand on the stove. You go and try to investigate, and it's not even investigate, it's just to make sure that shit's not on fire, or some weirdo's not in the house, the. The moment you don't go to check it out when there's seriously something going on is the moment's going to be some asshole and they're trying to, you know, knock you off, Mm -hmm. fucking rob you and take everything. And it's, that's an anxiety. It really is. You have to go look and you know, if you put your hand on the stove, it's going to burn you a hundred percent of the time. And when you deal with shit like this, you know, it's going to be something like that. And very rarely, if all, you're not going to see a burglar you're not. I mean, if you take one look at me getting out of one of my cars, I I don't look like a guy that you want to try to rob in the middle of the night, let alone find in a dark alley. So the likelihood of it being that is very rare, if not even a possibility, in my opinion. Right. Uh, But I have to go look, and I know it's going to happen, and I can't stop that. My natural reaction is to
0: go look. Here's a description from uh, official Shadow People archives, and it sounds a lot like what you described. It says you dismiss it until it finally happens without warning. You see a shadow directly in front of you, face to face, blacker than black, darker than dark, like a void that has punched a hole into the fabric of night itself. It's a pretty good description.
1: Yeah, it's a lot more articulate, but yeah, that was what I was going for.
0: Yeah, intensely dark is in parentheses on here as well. The trampled black man. Like, have you seen that paint job? It's you clearly see it's different.
1: (laughs) This is when you're looking into what people would say the dark. It's dark. It's black. But this is it, it sucks up that energy and the light from the dark. It's hard to explain. It sucks the light up in the dark that makes sense it makes dark not that dark anymore
0: well there was a, an account of a guy that was suffering from sleep paralysis and he had a little bit more terrifying experience than i did he woke up completely paralyzed and he swears that uh, something was something darker than dark was sitting on his chest kind of like the night hag syndrome and he said that it freaked him out to no end and the only thing he could do was close his eyes And the only thing that came out of scripture for him, because he he went to, obviously he went to church when he was younger, but uh, had lost the faith in his older years. He just pictured uh, Jesus riding the donkey into, I think, was it Nazareth? I might be off on that, but whichever city that Jesus rode the donkey into, he said he just started visualizing that in his mind. And before he knew it, that thing was screeching and screaming and jumped off and disappeared into the wall, never to be seen from again. It's brutal. Absolutely. I don't know how you recover from something like that.
1: It's That's like an extreme. I mean, it's all, I don't know how you can recover from that. But that, that's a whole new level.
0: I mean, you wouldn't be that's, able
1: to sleep for Yeah, that's face-to-face type interaction, man. That's not like a push down the stairs or a scratch. Like, that's that's like here, bitch, I'm here. Look at me now.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know I how don't, you would ever sleep again. After something no. like that, you know, and there's people that try to stay awake from traumatic events, you know, they'll, they'll stay up for days on end. And I don't know, do you think insomnia is a, a, a real thing or is it just like the, the mind working over time and it doesn't allow you to relax?
1: I think it's a real thing. You think so? I have insomnia and honestly, when I'm really going through shit at home, I don't sleep hardly at all. I try not to.
0: Yeah, it's like your mind working overdrive. I know I've had moments like that when I'm worried about stupid shit where my mind just will not let me go to sleep no matter how fucking tired I am. It just goes over and over and over stupid crap. and It's really like a weird yeah. thing.
1: I I was diagnosed bipolar. I'm a rapid cycler bipolar, and that's true to God. And when I started going through this step, I... It, Part of them taking you seriously is they give you a psychological examination. I went to a psychiatrist, not a therapist, a psychiatrist. They gave me drugs. And that was one of the things that they were saying is that, you know, my mind doesn't stop, you know, a rapid cycle thoughts. And it's, it's hard for me to sleep. So they'd give me like sleep aids and shit like that it was called Seroquel. It's like a tranquilizer.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah,
1: I would I would definitely say that insomnia is a, a big thing because I just sat there, you know, and I wasn't conscious of all the thoughts that were going through my head. I just knew that I was awake and not tired.
0: That's kind of a rare occurrence for me, and I'm I'm fortunate that you know I don't have a lot of insomnia because most of the time when I go to sleep, you might as well draw a chalk line around me because I ain't getting up. Man, I'm I'm out. I'm that out most of the time.
1: Yeah, I mean. Now imagine pushing that to double your capacity and I staying think... up all night, every night, putting in the full day and then staying up till, you know, late in the morning for the next day. Like that's insomnia, man. you you can able to function, but when your body shuts down, it's, it's, you're done.
0: You're out. I do find myself staying awake till like three in the morning, but that's also cause I work, you know, in the afternoon till almost, you know, the AM hours. And I, I like to do a few things after work and not just go right to bed and feel like I've just wasted the whole day.
1: Oh yeah, you need to unwind, man, and that takes a while for some people. I don't, I don't fall asleep before you know midnight, one o'clock most of the time. But I'll go down. I've changed my sleeping schedule a little bit. I'll wake up at like three in the morning and be up all night. I'll go down. I I uh... went to bed at
0: eight. Those rabbit holes on the on like the fire stick. I'll be watching like the Deadliest Catch, and that's such an addicting show. <laughs> watching that dangerous yeah. job, I could watch three, four, five, six episodes, and before you know it, it's like up oh, three a.m. I need to probably get a little bit of sleep. But I've got a theory about why I don't think they come to me. It's probably because I'm a massive snorer, man. And they're probably like, "Fuck <laughs> that, dude. This dude sounds like a banshee when he's sleeping at night." Even my ex-wife. Yeah. She used to get pissed. She's like, "I had to go sleep in the other room last night. You know, you're snoring." I'm like, "No, I don't know. I'm snoring because I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm unconscious. <laughs> if I'm snoring, I must be
1: really sleeping with REM and everything."
0: <laughs> oh goodness, yeah, we had to inject a little bit of humor in all the the seriousness of this topic tonight. It's yeah, definitely I, a I heavy have, one.
1: I don't know, man, and. Going through the stuff that I have, I I can honestly tell you people try to show sympathy and stuff like that. Yeah, would I like this shit to stop at this far in the game? I don't know. Hmm. I like the rush.
0: I do. Interesting perspective for sure. There was another uh, account that really stuck out to me when I was listening to those old Coast to Coast episodes this because yeah, he takes calls from people after the, after the guest and him talk for a while. And this guy that called in, he said he had an experience when he was a young kid that uh, he was in his room at night, you know, getting ready for bed. And everybody else was in the room getting ready for bed. And he had saw like his own shadow, look like his own shadow, walk from out of his parents' room into his room. So imagine your shadow disconnected from you walking around on the ground.
1: Yeah, man.
0: And then coming into your room and like and you he didn't say yeah. what happened to it after that, but I was like that would be the creepiest fucking thing ever if I saw my shadow <laughs> on the ground walking and I, it's nowhere near me.
1: And you just kind of turn your head so it's like did I just see that? No. There's <laughs> no way that happened. And then you see it again and you're like that definitely happened, man. Yeah. And then that's when you start you having a problem. How would you react to that, really? Oh. Ask yourself that. Put yourself in that situation and how you felt with the Ouija board. Now, imagine if you saw your shadow walk into the room well after you did. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot.
0: <laughs> I never sleep in that room again, but this would be after I need a new pair of shorts, man. I, uh, you'd just be terrified to fear. I think all your, you know, your body would just let go of all its functions at that point, <laughs> and that's true terror. Right. You know here here's a good way.
1: Have you ever watched a show and it it hit a little too close to home and made you feel uncomfortable?
0: Oh yeah, all the time,
1: right. That's the best way to describe it, man.
0: we're talking it, it
1: when you when you're conscious about it. And you see your shadow walk into the room. It's kind of like that feeling like,
0: okay, this is a little much right now. we gotta, got to change the environment. Yeah, that's, that's too creepy to even think about. But, you know, we talked about manifestation of the mind. I mean, I've had moments in my life where I'll dream about the future and then I don't even realize it until I get to that point in my dream. And I'm like, deja vu. I'm like, yeah, I remember dreaming about this, but... I thought it was just a dream. It wasn't going to come into reality. So it's, Oh, fuck that. You know, shit. It's, it's easy to, it's easy to dismiss that, but I think we can do a lot with our minds. We're just unaware of, of how to utilize them. They just kind of turn on and off like light bulbs when we least expect it.
1: Right. And seriously, and that's what I'm trying to tell people out there. Really? When we said, go into a dark room, the darkest corner of your room, of any room in your house, just pitch black and shut up and sit there and see how long you can, you know, physically handle it and where your mind takes you. Just sit there and think, maybe even say something. Yeah, it might just shock you. Like, look in the reflections. Look out of the corner of your eye. And I think everyone has that ability. They're just fine tuned from birth that it's not supposed to be that.
0: It's creepy to think about it, man, because it's it's really creepy in here tonight. I'm just looking at the candle flicker, and all I've got is these lights on the machines. (laughs) It's not not ideal, but, you know, what's our experiment?
1: Think about what your mom would used to say when you were a kid. You're like, oh, I'm scared. They're like, oh, monsters and ghosts don't exist. You're fine. Go in there. You know, and how'd you feel as a little kid walking all the way down that long hallway Mm -hmm. to the end where your room was? And you're fucking pissing yourself running to your mom and dad's room and they make you walk all the way back down there. That is the walk of shame, my friend. That is you always feel trapped in that moment.
0: It's interesting to think about that because when you were a little kid, the house you grew up in is always going to be the most creepiest house. Right. Right. So I remember, you know, the the brick house we lived in when I was, you know, <laughs> you know four, five, six, seven years old. And that house creeps the shit out of me now when I think back about it. I was like, man, that house was dark as shit. <laughs> and this was in the 80s, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when the, you know, the dark wood. Yeah, it's just like all that kind of, you know, we just come out of the 70s when everybody had like the the dark oranges and the browns, all the earth tone stuff. My parents had Shag. yeah a couch like that out of the 70s that was like, you know, earth tone, dark brown and orange and this like weird fucking pattern. And it was like, Jesus, man, that house was really fucking dark. And I didn't realize it as a kid.
1: Yeah. Do you think you may have seen something and just kind of brushed it off ever?
0: Oh, I'm sure. You know, maybe I'm just blocking it out all these years later. But, you know, I shared well, a room yeah. with my brother and I'm sure. Maybe he saw something and never told me because you know how big brothers are. They don't got to portray that Mr. Tough Guy image.
1: Yes. Find your assholes.
0: Yep. Absolutely, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I I guess like what I would say is if you're really trying to find like a shadow person, if you really want to do it, like, just put that in your head.
0: Well, in that movie, uh, you know how they mix, like, real-life clips into it? I'm just wondering. I couldn't find a lot of information on there. I'm wondering if that shit's, like, buried or, or what the deal is because all those, like, real-life clips, they're in there, and I don't think you can fake that stuff.
1: I, Connor, looked up. That's an actual
0: experiment. Oh, the the one that's in the movie?
1: Yeah, that's that really happened. That was a real video that was made that made it to the Internet. That was absolutely
0: real. Yeah, that that started out as a sleep study, which turned into something way more than what they expected.
1: Yeah, you can Google that sleep experiment. It'll tell you it's, it's real. It's a, it was a real study that they did. <laughs> so I'm wondering if it really happened.
0: It's possible, man. You know how they like to cover shit up and don't that's a wait. hidden
1: gem i don't i mean that terrified me
0: yeah i think it's a, it touched it was too close to home <laughs> maybe that could be something for all of our listeners to look into watch the movie and then go do some research and then let us know what you find out yeah i mean if you can crack this puzzle i would love to see that yeah I, you know obviously we don't have a lot of time to look into it but i did do some googling and i I couldn't find much, but I didn't dig very hard. So I'm hoping maybe our listeners can dive into it and get back to us and let us know what they find out.
1: So I mean yeah, I mean look up the sleep experiment. And I think it was a spinoff of that, like their Hollywood's rendition of it, but I don't that the sleep experiment I,
0: I've I've found that online that really did happen. Oh man, that just uh that just brought the creepy factor up by a lot to think. Right. Of. And then how that's the, they found the videos was amazing. That's the premise of the movie. It all started with that experiment and that's when shit started to happen in that area. Do you think I, I'm actually reading one of the books recommended by that movie at the end. If you wait for the credits and all that shit, um, there's a book. Oh, well, there's a bunch of books, but I picked one of them up. Uh it's called When Darkness Walks, The Shadow People Are Among Us by Jason Affut, Offutt, O F F U T T. And it's creeping the fuck out of me. I'm only like a chapter in. Oh God. <laughs> it's really fucking creepy, man. I, I looked for the audio book, but I'm kinda glad they didn't have one because you could you imagine listening to that late at night and <laughs> reading this creepy book. Oh, and you're just oh. in your dark room, and you're like, oh, fuck. I better turn some lights on. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get. You. there's all kinds of resources if people want to delve into this stuff. Because, you know, I just Googled a couple. I use DuckDuckGo, so it's not Google. But, yeah, there's some fascinating stuff on this topic.
1: I would love to see what some other opinions see. You know what I mean? Like, email us at Dino Nuggets 741 at Gmail. E I N O N U G G E T S 741 at Gmail. Yeah. Let the us end. know what you think. If you want to hit your voice heard? Come on, give us a call. I'd love to chop it up. Yeah. I would definitely love to chop it up.
0: Yeah. If people have experiences and they want to come on here and talk about them, we'd be happy to, uh, you know, go over some stuff because that's what we do best. We get on here and try to dissect things.
1: Right, and I mean, based off the following, it's kind of a tribe. <laughs> I would love to uh chat with some people about it. It'd make me feel better about myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I seriously doubt you're alone in this phenomenon. There's there's too many people out there in the world not to be to have somebody else experiencing the same kind of stuff you are.
1: If not worse.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's crazy to think. I think some people are more susceptible than others, and that goes with a lot of paranormal stuff. Like, we're dealing it's with a house. the religious house. ones, dude. Think about all the movies. They're all, like, Bible-thumping weirdos. We're dealing with a house out where I work that, uh, you know, some coworkers have gone into, and everybody gets a bad feeling. I've been in there late at night, and I personally haven't seen or heard anything. But every time I walk in there, the house is dark as shit, and they have this like wall of Kachina dolls. It's fucking creepy as fuck. And I always get a bad feeling when I'm in there walking around by myself. I'm just waiting for the day that I see something. But some of my coworkers have been in there and they've recorded like disembodied voices. Like you can't hear with your ears, but you can hear electronically. And they're, we're talking whole sentences are coming out of this place. What? Oh, it's creepy as fuck. It's really, it's really hard to, uh, to, to just sit there and listen to this stuff because it's like a whole sentence and you're trying to make out what's being said, but it's just some of it's inaudible. Oh, man. Is that the one with the porno room? No, no, that's a different one. But uh, even one of the contractors had told an officer, like, have you ever heard anything in that place or seen anything? And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I swear to God, one of them dolls fucking moved on me. He's like, I kind of double-taked, but that fucking thing was moving. And he was freaked out, and he hasn't been back there since. And this was like four or five weeks ago.
1: (laughs) He goes home to his boss and is like, That ain't happening. Fire me. I'm not going back there.
0: (laughs) And it's weird because the house isn't even that old by, you know, standards here. I think it was built in 1999. So we're talking, you know, 24 years. 25 almost so it's mm-hmm. like yeah maybe it's not always like stigmatized it's the and...
1: people like you alluded to earlier it's the person it's like the Ouija board somebody brought something there
0: the, did you watch that the angry grandma clip I sent you with her ghost hunting oh she is flipping out man did you like that that's a cool place that they're in that mansion yep did you get to the part where uh, she's running away, but it's, like, super slow because she is in her 70s. But she's, she's like, I'm getting my ass out of here. And she's, like, running away. She waddles out. But uh, She had to be
1: in her 70s, man.
0: Oh, yeah. She's, like, getting close to 80s now. But uh, her grandson. She had a mouth like a sailor. Oh, yeah. She's fucking funny with the way she's... <laughs> But her her grandson, Jake, brought a a Ouija board in one time, and she got so pissed. And the way she said it it still has me cracking up. She's like, I ain't playing no Ouija board. (laughs) 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 Oh, still makes me laugh. That lady's so funny.
1: Yep. (laughs) Oh, God, that would be... I, I couldn't I couldn't take that seriously if she was with me. There's no way. I'd piss myself laughing.
0: You did watch it though. They were getting some stuff in there. Like there were some sales. They were and then they had one of those I don't know if that was a REM pod that thing they had or something similar. But someone was touching that fucking thing.
1: It was a consistent one too. Yeah. You know, not just an ink. It was it had some power behind it.
0: I'm just curious what that place is. I, I'd love to spend the night in there. <laughs> that really? place was that place was huge. Yeah, massive. I wouldn't want to sleep in there, man. That's too much. You could do a pretty, like, pretty good investigation in that place due to the size of it. I wonder what it was originally of. Yeah, I'm, I was trying to look down in the description to see what uh, what place it was, but they didn't list it in there. I'm sure I could probably... Type it up. It was in Kentucky somewhere, so I'm sure there's probably some, you know, some articles about it or something.
1: Is that a house?
0: Supposedly, is that what it, was that built for a house or was that like a a convent or something? It was. It's fucking huge. It kind of looked like a high end like bed and breakfast almost because it ha, there was right. some numbers on the door. So I don't know if that was done recently or that was the original layout.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was like. It was its own little area, man. It was really common in the open areas, and then it was, it was like a hotel almost. It looked like they were a bed and breakfast. But I wonder if that started
0: out as somebody's a residence. Possibly. That would be excessive. There's a you know, good chance that they've witnessed something like you're experiencing, and then they broke the fuck out of there.
1: Running's too much, man. I think running takes away moving as many times
0: as have I had in this past year and a half like fuck that there was a uh, another uh, story that sticks out it was a coast to coast uh, AM show that was done on Halloween he used to do uh, ghost to ghost he changed the name of it from coast to coast to ghost to ghost every Halloween night you have people call in for 3-4 hours and this guy called in and he talked about how he manifested a demon one time that he used to go to Bible study as a kid and they would talk about, you know, angels fighting demons and stuff like that. And he began to think, oh gosh, I'd I'd love to do that. I'd like to be on the, the side of good to slay some demons. So sure enough, uh, one appeared to him one night. He said they used to live in this creepy three-story, like, house. And he his room was on the third floor. And he was thinking about, you know, slaying demons. And one appeared to him, this huge black figure with, like, burning yellow eyes came to him and he said all he could do was scream and he said he ran down the stairs he did he said i don't even think i touched every step i was just gliding down like a gazelle screaming and he said you know (laughs) the only person home was his mom like his siblings and his dad wasn't home and you know her being you know mama bear went upstairs because she thought somebody was killing her kid with a kitchen knife and didn't find anything (laughs) But like they say if you ask for something and want it bad enough, uh you might just get what you're you're thinking of or asking for. Yeah, man.
1: You go looking for it, you'll find it, especially nowadays.
0: Haven't you had moments in your life where you're like, "Oh, if I could just find this or have that, you know, I think that would really, you know, make all the difference." Not really? No. I know I've done that throughout my life, like, oh, especially at the surplus store, man, I've got a problem shopping in that place. But I'm like, oh, if I could find this today. And sure enough, there's been a couple times when I found it the next day. It was weird as fuck. And you don't always know what they're going to get because all the shit they pick up is so random. You don't really know what's coming.
1: That would be a nice ability, man. I've never had that happen
0: It's. <laughs> I'm just like that would be why can't I manifest the lottery numbers, man? <laughs> That's what yeah, no. like, come on. I
1: mean, if it helped me, you know, even with the littlest things, that would be an amazing thing. But I don't know, man. I don't think my brain don't work
0: like that. And it's amazing to think what the mind can do and is capable of, but I just don't think we're able to activate it when we want to. It's just kind of like a sporadic or spur of the moment thing.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think going through this, this past 10 years I, and just aging, like I'm on maintain mode. I have specific tasks and I have to focus all my attention on that. Or I like, well, I no, I'll veer off. man.
0: What about that movie stir of echoes? Did you ever see that with Kevin Bacon? Yes. Do you think like your phenomenons like that? Like it kind of turns on like a flashlight
1: yeah, Could in be. all different times. I mean, when he was having premonitions of that girl, I I would think of it like that. Um, I would compare mine to being like it's you, you go through a flash like that and you're in a completely different state of mind. Just like he is, you know, and he's in that position. He's watching her. and It's like the wall all changes, you know, and he's in a different environment. Right. That's it's kind of like the feeling that you get when you're seeing it, I would say. You know, it's it, you're separated from reality at that point cuz you're looking at something that your mind tells you it's not supposed to be
0: there and you're you're kind of looking at it like, "Oh, wow." So if if we're kind of comparing that that movie to your situation, do you think Like, the premise of the movie is that she was trying to tell him something. Do you think that's the same in your case? Do you think it's trying to tell you something? No. No. I I wouldn't say that
1: I would. I think it knows as much as he, you know, I do, that I don't want any type of communication at all. I was
0: just curious. You know, I
1: just, yeah, I don't don't think I can handle that,
0: man. It's just like, I wonder if it wants something, like that Stir of Echoes movie.
1: I think it's, it loves to feed off my fear. I really do. I, I don't think it wants help. I think it wants to interact just enough to keep me on edge. I think it gets more, yeah, things more are the, from me at that point.
0: Things of the paranormal are never like clear. It's always, it always seems to be like a puzzle that you got to put together to figure out what's going on.
1: Well, and that's why you go all over the place when you try to talk about it. Like my head, I I get anxiety trying to talk about it because you you really can't describe it. You can't. You have to feel it. And if if you've ever experienced anything even remotely mild to what I have or even more, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can't pinpoint how it makes you feel. You can sit here and have a hundred different ideas and one different night like I do, you're all over the place about it. Mm Mm-hmm. You, it's, it's hard to talk about because it's like if I if I tell exactly what I feel and how I feel
0: people are going to be like he's out of his fucking mind <laughs> well even trying to explain it on like a scientific level if we go that angle even scientists have conver- confirmed the existence of dark matter so maybe mm-hmm. these things are made up of dark matter we just we don't know
1: another life form maybe
0: Yeah, it's weird to think that things can be made up of dark matter, but, you know, it's like you said, if there's light, there's got to be dark. I mean, there's got to be an opposite or an inverse or however you want to look at it.
1: You have to think that way. If you believe in God, you have to understand that there's going to be evil that absolutely has to exist. It's in your book. Read it.
0: Absolutely, man. I'm I'm having a hard time getting through that thing because it's so creepy. It's like, I should be reading this like at noon under a tree <laughs> out in the sun. Yeah. I don't want to be reading yeah. this at night when I'm by myself. <laughs> That's when
1: you lock the dog in your room. Oh, he's not all... get off the bed. <laughs> he's over it. He
0: saw me setting up the equipment tonight. He's like, all right, asshole, you're going to be talking for a while, so I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, he's over it. He's already in bed. <laughs> Yeah. But there's nothing like a warm dog on a cold night, man. <laughs> yeah. He's he's very good to snuggle with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's not like a, a wife loves you. wife or a <laughs> girlfriend where he'll put those ice block feet into your small of your back in the middle of the night too.
1: Or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> behind your kneecaps like and you have to pee immediately. <laughs>
0: I don't know how they get so cold.
1: <laughs> I don't either. You're under a blanket.
0: <laughs> but anyways, I think that was a really good session that we're a little over an hour and 15 minutes. I think we should call this a good one. Yeah. And, uh, again, drop us an email. Dino Nuggets. Seven, four, one at Gina. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys are interested in getting on the show and having a little conversation with us, we're always, uh, down for some good uh you know paranormal talk yeah it's kind of our, our point we just record it now <laughs> absolutely anything else you got for the listeners tonight
1: no just a big thanks Tell dark night that i said thank you if you uh listened to this and where you heard it that would be good
0: absolutely well until next time guys uh stick with us we'll uh come up with some more interesting topics to uh you know talk about and keep you guys entertained Indeed. That being said, this is Tim. I'm out. JB, anything else before we sign off? No. Have a good night. Take care, Keep everyone. staying in that dark corner. Don't be afraid to be afraid. <laughs> hey, yeah. Have a good night, y'all. Later.